You are listening to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang, Episode 7, Christmas Holiday Survival Guide. Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a clarity and confidence life coach known as the Positivity Queen. My passion is to help you go from stuck and self-critical to courageous and empowered so you can conquer anything. Join me every Tuesday as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate you. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hi, beautiful souls. Can you believe it's almost Christmas? We are literally a few days away. What a year it has been. We've had so much happen and here we are at the end of 2020. Thinking about Christmas, it brings so much joy to many people, but for some, it can also bring anxiety and sadness. For me, it's mixed. My dad passed away close to Christmas seven years ago, actually a few days ago, and I often feel sad as I miss him and reflect upon that. In honor of this experience and loss, I wanted to speak about the Christmas holiday season, which brings mixed feelings for many. The end of the year and time off work often gives us time to reflect, and it can also bring up a mixture of all sorts of feelings. Before I dive into it, I want to give so much appreciation to you listening to this. So much love and positivity. If you are loving the podcast, please rate the podcast five stars and leave a written review. It would help me so much to spread the message on mindset, self-love, energy, purpose, and mental health. Huge shout out to Ash who said, I wish I had this podcast when I was younger. Thank you so much, Ash. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can start at any time to change your life. Now, let's get into the holiday season. When I asked about struggles with the holiday season on my Instagram, there were four things that came up that I'm going to speak about today. Expectations, feeling detached from friends and family in combination with not feeling like you are enough, not being with your whole family, and crazy families. All of this sounds like stress, sadness, and mental breakdowns, but fear not, I've got you. I'm about to provide some practical tips and tools to get you through these struggles to create a drama-free holiday season that is easy and smooth. Let's dive into it. Expectations. It's funny, the Christmas holiday period, we all have this expectation that during this time, It will be happy and merry and all of our problems will suddenly disappear. If only. This is life and this is reality. It's like these days are just like any other except for the emphasis and expectations we put on it. Something that is discussed at the Life Coach School is that many of us aren't aware that we have a manual that we have created based on our beliefs, experiences and upbringing. It's a set of rules that we think everyone needs to abide by and how they should behave. Examples of this are, my partner needs to buy me a Christmas present and they should know what I want. 
My family must be kind and loving to me during Christmas no matter what. My friends must spend at least $100 on my Christmas present. It's interesting because we think these thoughts, but we often never actually express these expectations or thoughts to the people around us. These manuals are so relevant and evident in our head, yet we never share them. How can we expect someone to behave accordingly if they don't know your expectation? If you don't communicate your expectation, you are setting yourself and others up for failure. So what can we learn from this? Communicate clearly. Tell someone what you would like and explain why. Often when our needs aren't met, we will resent someone yet we don't even tell them. People cannot mind read. People act out of their own will and freedom. Trust the person that if they love and care about you, they will be open to listening to what you want and then it's up to them if they want to meet your need or not. Simple, right? But we complicate things by not communicating clearly and keeping expectations in our head instead of verbalizing them. Let's also emphasize the clear part of communicate clearly. I think many of us are guilty for dropping hands or thinking someone is absorbing every little thing we say or do, which doesn't actually really happen. So say it clearly so the person knows exactly what you want. And you don't have to feel weird, awkward, selfish or embarrassed. By doing this, you are communicating clearly so there aren't mixed signals or hints that go missed because that would result in you getting upset and then the other person dealing with the consequences of that. So really, by clearly explaining your expectations, you are helping yourself and the other person. So when we have expectations, we have our manual, we have to remember that the only person who can meet our needs that is in our control is ourselves. We cannot control other people. As I mentioned before, everyone acts out of their own will and freedom. I want that, you want that, so no one wants that taken away from them. Think about how hard it is for you to control and change yourself, let alone someone else. We can't expect others to do something that we would not. Another expectation that pops up during Christmas holidays is the expectation of feelings. You know, feeling merry, feeling jolly, feeling generous. We are attached to this expectation of happiness and celebration. I want you to remember that we aren't meant to be happy all the time. In fact, you don't have to be happy all of the time. Just because it's Christmas, it doesn't mean you suddenly have to be happy, just like any other time of the year. There's no magic switch that says on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, everyone in the world will be happy and get along. Life doesn't work like that and we are human. If you are going to have expectations, make sure they are reasonable and realistic. Don't go into the holidays with blinkers on thinking it will be joyful and merry only. If you go in expecting a few challenges that may pop up, you will actually feel better because when they happen, they aren't out of the blue. Be in acceptance. It's when we resist, we cause ourselves pain and heartache. In fact, why not use it to your advantage? If you are expecting certain things will happen, use it to your advantage and be prepared ahead of time. 
You get anxious about future feelings that haven't happened yet, feelings you don't want to feel like being annoyed or upset. And how are these feelings created? Your thoughts. By worrying or being anxious about the future, you feel like you're in control, but you're not. No worrying or anxiety will do or change about it, right? Only deliberate thoughts will. Let's use this scenario. I have an aunt who often says to me that I'm looking chubby and I could lose a bit of weight. If I accepted what she says and take that on board, I feel terrible. I feel guilty that I've eaten a lot and in fact I feel ashamed. This is a result of accepting her thoughts and running with it. Instead, I choose to accept the thought because it's her free will, but I am not running with it. My aunt can say what she wants to say, as ridiculous as it is, even if it's not true, and that's okay. When the moment happens, I'm going to be prepared. I am expecting her to say that she thinks I'm chubby and I need to lose weight. And instead of thinking, yes, she's right and feeling ashamed, I'm going to decide ahead of time to think, okay, she wants to say that and that's okay. Maybe it's because when she was growing up, People used to talk about her weight all the time, and now she's become super conscious of it, mostly in herself, and as a result, that reflects in her view of the world, and she's projecting it onto people such as me. With all of this, I am going to make the decision ahead of time not to take her thoughts on board as my thoughts. If I believe what she says, I am going to feel upset and ashamed. Hence, thinkception occurs. I know what to think ahead of time, and I know it's a reflection of her upbringing and experiences, but I don't have to accept the thought. As a result, I don't feel upset and ashamed. If anything, I feel compassion for her. Um, It would be such a hard experience being ridiculed for your weight and in turn judging others upon your thoughts about weight. So instead of feeling upset and ashamed running with her thoughts, I choose to embody and feel so much love and appreciation for my body as it is right now based on my thoughts. You can apply this principle to any feelings in life, not just holiday Christmas ones. It's a useful tool to have. Prepare your thoughts, prepare your feelings and prepare your results. Feeling detached and not good enough. The holidays can be so hard when you don't feel close to your family and friends. Being around them and talking about your lives, the year that's been and what you can be up to is frankly anxiety inducing for those who aren't as close to their friends and family. And if you don't feel like you're enough, this is also going to come through in your conversations. I want you to remember that No one can make you feel anything. I've said this time and time again that your thoughts create your feelings and in turn your actions or inaction leading to your results. If you are feeling detached or not enough, it's because you are thinking thoughts to make you feel that way. What thoughts can you have instead that may make you feel more connected with the people who are around you? If you think thoughts such as it's possible to find a connection, that will influence your actions. Perhaps you'll get more involved in festivities or make more effort to strike a conversation with someone. Perhaps 
your thoughts lead you to define Christmas and the holiday season? I mean, what does it mean for you? Connection exists beyond the family and friends that we spend time with. Do you want to contribute to the holiday season in a different way, perhaps by volunteering or connecting with individuals online too? Like, what meaning can you make of Christmas? For some, it may not even be about connection. It could be simply about rest. For others, it's taking time for themselves. And perhaps it's about generosity and helping others in need for you. Further to that, the end of year is always a time of reflection, but I want you to know you are enough as you are, right now. You don't have to do anything to be enough. You are already enough as you are. You are a part of this amazing world. You are here living and breathing. You are enough. You get to decide you are enough. You can decide right now you are enough. Being enough is self-belief. You determine that and no one else but you. Think about this sentence. If I believed I were enough, I would... I bet so much came up for you, right? Start believing it. The only person who has the power to make you feel that you are enough is you, no one else. The secret to being enough isn't that you have to do anything or something to achieve something or to even be a certain way. It's truly believing right now you are enough. Not physically being with your family. With the virus, it's to be expected certain friends and family may not be around due to circumstances out of our control. Think about what is in your control though, your thoughts. Turning to gratitude is always a saving grace. What can you be thankful for, such as family and friends who you are able to be there with physically? Can you be thankful that if they are alive, at least they are, even though they may not physically be there with you? And if they aren't physically here with you and if they've passed, can you be grateful for the memories you have shared together? Can you do something in honour of those people who aren't present this year? So, for example, at my family Christmas, we put up a photo of my dad and we leave him a plate of food. Alternatively, is there a way to connect with them, your family and friends, without physically being there, whether that's through a phone call or through a video chat? Whilst these will never replace physically being there, it does help with missing people. Be compassionate with yourself. It's okay to miss people when we can't be with them. What's important is to be present and appreciative of the people that you can be with. After all, some may be lonely out there without friends and family, or others are still grieving the loss of loved ones this year. When it comes to loss, a holiday can sure amplify those feelings of loss or missing. Be sure to take care of yourself, to make time for yourself. I find journaling really helps to release your thoughts and feelings out of your head, out of your body, and into the physical world. Crazy families. I think we can all attest to the fact we have unique and different families. Families are made up of different personalities and there's always bound to be someone you deem crazy or hard to get along with. 
The first point of call on this topic is to remember that you can only control yourself, your own behavior, your thoughts. You can't control anyone else. Even what you think is reasonable may not be reasonable for them, just like their thoughts of reasonable may not be for you. Most of the time, it's only once a year you have to encounter these family members. So in the grand scheme of life, that's not too bad, right? Can you be empathetic towards them? Perhaps why they are acting the way they are? Can you tolerate it for one or two days of the year? One out of 365, that is such a tiny fraction of a percentage for your whole year. Another thing to note, when it comes to crazy families, it's important to remember you don't have to like everyone and everyone doesn't have to like you. If you don't like everyone, why do you expect everyone to like you? There is no rule that says you have to like your family. If you think it is, you are operating from your manual, your rule book, which I spoke about earlier in this episode. Connection is multifaceted. You may not like someone, yet you still love them, or you may not like someone and you don't love them. And it's okay. Another tip for crazy families is to go into the situation prepared going back to what I spoke earlier in the podcast about expectations. Accept that the day may not go perfectly and that's okay. Accept that there may be tension or awkwardness and that's okay. Be prepared with a coping mechanism, whether that's taking a walk, if someone annoys you or taking five deep breaths before responding as examples. Additionally, I think it's important to note that Whatever people say or do is a reflection of their world. It hasn't got anything to do with you. It's a reflection of their mind, their world, their manual. Thank you for listening, beautiful soul. I hope you found some useful insights for your Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas and I hope you have a wonderful time. If you're anticipating struggling with Christmas coming up or many emotions being evoked post-Christmas, let's chat because I am here to support you. We can discuss your individual scenarios to have you better prepared for Christmas and after Christmas as well. I have limited one-to-one coaching spots still available, so please get in touch if you are interested. You are not alone and I can help you. That's it for the episode today, beautiful souls. I'll chat to you next week for the last podcast episode of the year where we will reflect on all things 2020. Love and positivity. Are you wanting to find out more about one-to-one coaching or working with me? Maybe perhaps you want to know more about me. I'd love to connect with you. You can visit my website, feedang.com or connect with me on Instagram at thefeedang. Speak to you soon.